Hey guys, welcome to the Fight Club Podcast. We exist to help men fight spiritual battles with spiritual weapons. And today I want to start a two-part series on good communication. I don't know if you've seen the old movie from 1967 called Cool Hand Luke, but you may be familiar with a famous line from the movie, which is, um, what we have here is a failure to communicate. Um, and that is a statement that is given to Paul Newman, who was this uh, nonconformist rebel type figure who gets in trouble with the law and the authorities and things like that. And uh, Paul's troubles, uh, basically, he's telling Paul this this character that Paul Newman is playing, if you would just stop and listen, all your troubles would go away. And so what we see is that poor communication is the reason for a lot of our problems. Our marriages, if they're suffering, um, if we're not doing a, a good job, our job performance, all the issues we see on Capitol Hill, political upheaval, Um, Even with rumors that, you know, over the years with different wars that we've been involved with that, you know, um, that communication was sent, but it wasn't received, like possibly Pearl Harbor. There's there is some say that that they actually knew about the attack before it happened. 9-11 tells us that that they had reports and files that that could have possibly led to preventing these attacks from happening. So communication in those cases could have saved thousands of lives. Um, Communication makes all the difference in the world. It it can lead to thriving marriages, successful businesses, um, being good coaches uh, with with any type of athletics or organization. Good communication is so important. But I believe today in 2022, not only do we have a failure to communicate, we are having a communication crisis and it is wrecking all kinds of relationships. It is weakening the church. It is uh, having um, just detrimental effects on our businesses and our nation as a whole. two times in my life, I have gone down a one-way street going the wrong way. I don't know if you've ever had that experience before, but uh, it's a little scary. (laughs) One time it wasn't too bad. and It was in a city and I got lost and confused. And my my only way out was going down this one-way street the wrong way. So, So I took it and nothing happened. Uh, but the other time was a little bit uh, more scary. It, it really, I think, it was like I saw my life flash before my eyes. What I did is, is I was around the D.C. area. It was nighttime, late at night, and uh, I just got really confused, turned around. And so I took this, this exit ramp, and when I got onto the ramp, I realized that it was an exit ramp going the other direction. And so I w- <laughs> when I got onto the exit ramp, I saw headlights coming straight at me. And so I swerved and they swerved and they went around me and I made it safely. But then I t- went off of the exit ramp onto the highway going the wrong way and saw 
a sea of cars with headlights coming at in my direction. And I quickly was able to turn the, the car around and, and get in the right direction. But, but man, was it scary. And uh, was able to make it home that night. Um, but this is how life can be when it, it is filled with bad communication. And the reason I say that is, is communication is a two-way street. It requires listening and it requires speaking. And so what often happens is we only do one part of the communication. And so we, you know, it, it ends up being a one-way street. So let's take a today and focus on part one of communication, which is listening. Um, and we're doing this first because it's the most important. It's also the most neglected part of communication. Um, and it's the most poorly performed part of communication. And, and guys, let's be honest, we, we do not have the greatest uh, rep when it comes to listening. We, and that is not okay. That is not God's design for who a man is. It is not manly to, to be a bad listener. And so let's, let's take a look here, look here at some scripture and see what it says. Proverbs 1.8 says, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. And so what he's doing here, he's describing, uh, he describes parents' instructions as treasure. Uh, maybe, maybe your parents weren't the greatest example or they weren't around or, or, or whatever. Just, just think of an older, wiser person uh, and, and the instructions, the wisdom that they offer us is, should be like treasure. But the treasure they're offering does no good if we don't listen to it. Proverbs 18, verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So what is Proverbs saying? People who don't listen are foolish. Life is not going to go well for the person who does not listen. Um, Proverbs 18, 13. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. So this adds one to just being foolish. Not only is it foolish to speak before you hear, so in other words, you're not listening. Not only is it foolish, it's going to be embarrassing at some point for you. Uh, fools who don't listen embarrass themselves. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. So here's how I define wisdom. Wisdom is the art of living well. So wisdom is different than just knowing a lot of facts. There are plenty of foolish people who know a lot of, you know, just stale facts. They may, they, they may know a lot, but they're not making good choices with their knowledge. So wisdom is combining the two, and it's just living the good life, making good choices, applying your knowledge. Um, that, the good life that, that the Bible says God wants for us, that is impossible without listening well. 
James 1.19. Some people call it the Proverbs of the New Testament. Here's what James 1.19 says. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. This is the magic formula, guys. Quick to hear, slow to speak. Listen first, speak second. That is the magic formula. That verse needs to be memorized and it needs to be ingrained in your head so that your natural instinct becomes listening first, speaking second. In Matthew eleven fifteen, Jesus says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he says this a few times and usually it follows uh, something really important that he just said. And what he's doing with this phrase is he is stressing he, he, he's stressing that, that you, we really process what was just said. So what he's doing, he's indicating that just, just having ears, just hearing the noise coming out of his mouth isn't enough to really understand what he said. Jesus, he, he knew the hearts of man. He knew our sinful patterns and our sinful habits. And he knew... He knows that guys in particular are typically not going to listen really well. And, you know, for example, people can sit in church every week their entire life and hear the gospel and not hear the gospel, if you get what I'm saying. They hear the audible noise, but they don't process what's being said. But if you look at the Gospels, notice the behavior of Jesus' disciples compared to the crowds. The crowds would come out of curiosity. They would hear him speak, but they wouldn't process anything. And when he was done, they would just walk away and forget all about it. But what did the disciples do? The disciples come in closer and they ask questions. And so that indicates that they were really listening to what he was saying. Guys, pastors, (laughs) we love questions because it means that someone is actually listening and they're interested in what we're saying. I love it when someone comes up to me after I teach or do Bible study and they ask questions. Um, And so it, it, it indicates that you're listening. So what you need to do is transfer all that to every single one of your relationships. And what you will see is that it will transform your relationships. Listen well enough to people to ask questions. Make it your goal to always follow up with at least one question. So don't make your instinct to argue or debate or to one-up somebody. Make your first instinct to be a question after you listen well. And so be aware, uh, what we, we need to be aware of what might be making us bad listeners. Some things to think about. Maybe you are a distracted listener. And so if that's the case, you need to remove any distractions or you need to tell the person, hey, can you give me a minute until I'm done? Or let's wait and meet up sometime this week so we can so I can really hear what you're saying. We 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 don't always have that luxury of doing that, but 
But if, if it's something really important, then, then we need to be willing to do that. Um, put the phone away, turn it off. Okay. Cause just putting the phone down on the table, um, it can vibrate, it can ring your, you starts dinging with all your notifications, like turn the thing off, put it away, turn the TV off. Um, stop doing what you're doing, right? Like stop, look at the person, turn everything off and give them your undivided attention. So distractions, look for distractions. Um, and these are also kind of distractions, but anger makes us bad listeners. Usually if we're angry, what we're focused on is distracting us. But anger itself, I mean, the Bible says that we are to be sober-minded, clear-headed. You cannot be clear-headed and be listening to someone when you're filled with anger. So you need to, to maybe again tell them, hey, can you give me a minute, please? And, and just go off and deal with your anger and calm yourself down before you listen to somebody. Uh, stress can make us bad listeners, worrying about things. Um, often, you know, I've realized when my kids are talking to me and I'm worrying about something else, I haven't even heard a word what, of what they've said and they've been talking to me for 10 minutes. Why is that? Because I'm distracted by this thing that is worrying me. So I need to shut that off, put it away for later, and look at my kids and listen to what they're saying. Um, it overburdened schedules can make us bad listeners. If we're so busy that we don't have time to listen to people, then we're too busy. You need to, you need again, say no to the right things so you can say yes to the right things, which is listening to people you care about. Uh, laziness makes us bad listeners. And this can affect us in a couple of different ways, but just, just being a lazy person in general um, makes you not care enough to listen to people. But also we need to be careful that we're just not being lazy with our listening. Um, and so that, that, is, that takes time. But you need to really think about how you're listening to people. Am I, am I really processing what this person is saying? Or am I being really lazy about how I'm hearing them? 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 to 14. I'm almost done. This verse says, be watchful. Think about that description of listening. Part of being watchful is opening our ears listening well. It says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. This is the second time in 1 Corinthians, the first time I've already read in one of the podcast sessions is 1 Corinthians 13. This is the second time Paul associates acting like men with love. And in this case, it involves listening. Our greatest motivation to become good listeners is loving someone. And if you aren't listening to someone because you don't care about them, you need to pray to ask God 
to help you see that person the way he sees them and allow him to change the way you care about them so that you can start listening to them better. Um, this, this, <clears throat> you know, if, if we're friends, if we're dads, husbands, bosses, employees, counselors, teachers, students, whatever your role is, whatever your relationship is, you are called to love that person. And if you're called to love that person, you are called to listen to them well. So we need to fight the good fight by listening well. This is the first part to good communication. And good communication is so important to fighting the good fight, to fighting the spiritual battle that God has called men to fight. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I will talk with you next week.